0: everyone. Welcome to the U Experts Podcast, episode number fifteen. Fifteen. It's a good one. My name's Jason Moore and I'm joined alongside my partner, Effie Risho. Good afternoon, Effie. How are you? Oh, I'm great, Jason. Thank you. How are you? Doing? It's another beautiful day. And uh, you know, after last week's AMA, you and I had started talking about well, spoiler alert, we did most of our planning for the rest of this year on the topics we wanted to cover where design and business leadership uh, meet in the middle and we talk about the intersection that exists. And mm-hmm. I think it was probably appropriate for us to take a step back and say, well, what does it look like for the rest of the non expert people who aren't involved in the podcast when it comes to goal planning? Because yeah. you and I sat down and planned out the entire year almost.
1: Well, you're exaggerating. I mean, almost. Maybe half the year, right? <laughs> There's some gaps. A, there's some significant gaps. But the no, walls are up. The studs are in. we got a right? lot, We got a lot of options. Yeah, we've got a lot of ideas. But yeah, no, you're absolutely right, Jason. And I think, you know, it's important that we we do this as a practice uh, in general in life. Right. Both but also personally and professionally. Personally and professionally. That we, you know, I, I love, you know, I think our culture looks at it as New Year's resolutions. Yes. You know, whatever you call it, you know, professionally we set goals or OKRs in our personal lives we may have other ways of doing it but i think it's a really important thing to do you know to reflect back okay you know what worked what didn't how did we do Yep. and to chart forward and i think i think without doing that we we can end up a little stale we can end up um you know kind of just not not making progress you know we 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 end up repeating the same kinds of things and 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 we don't really push we don't innovate so
0: well yeah i think it's easy yeah to become a little bit ambivalent about where my life is going my family is going my career is going yeah you know the things that i wished i would have started doing and and uh you know know, i think january 1st represents a, a milestone for us to say Okay, well, this here's a period, you know, for me to take stock and and I'm just curious because we started you brought up New Year's resolutions, what what what's your opinion on New Year's resolutions?
1: <laughs> well, I think that most people are unsuccessful in doing New Year's resolutions because they don't have like a plan in place. Right. Uh and I think, you know, having a plan in place, having a a strategy, you know, instead of just some sort of pie in the sky wish list of like hey i wish this would happen yeah one day i want to be successful okay well how are you gonna do that right yeah right and 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 so like uh i i do an exercise with my friend and and this is you know i guess before we talk professional lives I'll, i'll i'll talk about what i do in my personal life okay uh one of one of my best friends and i we we talk every every year and we set we kind of have five five lists of five okay it's five things you want to learn five things you want to do or accomplish five things you want to like keep like practices disciplines and five things you want to let go and and where that come from well it started with just five (laughs) accomplishments okay and then and then it grew to well let's we really need more than that you know as we were doing this over the years it's like well it's not just about what are five things you want to accomplish this year it's really about what do you want to learn because You know, we realized that as, as, as human beings, if you stop having that desire to keep pushing yourself and learning, you're, we're going to actually get a little stagnant and like, like I could accomplish a bunch of stuff, but if I haven't actually learned something new, then, you know, I haven't, I haven't really grown as an individual. So Mm. that we added that to the list next. And then we added after that, we added, well, let's add like things we want to like keep doing, like. Because there's things like the disciplines. Like, for me, I want to have, you know, daily regimens of exercise, you know? You're a big runner. I,
0: I often love to wake up and be like,
1: oh, great, Effie already cranked out a couple miles on the road. <laughs> J- Jason and I share our, our activity on our, our Apple Watch devices. Yep. So. <laughs> he
0: sees, I do, and I'm like, great, I'm just waking up, and Effie just ran three miles. That's amazing. Like, I'm feeling really good about myself right now.
1: <laughs> well... <laughs> you, you can turn it off. You don't know how
0: much it. I love it. I mean, it's actually <laughs> no. For me, I think peer influence. You know, joking aside, I think it's awesome because, well, number one, I don't like running, so it actually doesn't intimidate me too much. But it does tell me like I need to go do something. Yeah, you know, yeah. like hey, like other people are doing stuff. And, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, fun fact: uh, neither of us are getting any younger, so no. you know, we we do need to think about that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So anyway, keep going about your program. Keep, keep talking about um, that. So, yeah. So so things you want to keep, because you obviously did a couple things right last year.
1: Well, and the keep and the keep, you know, that we just kind of tried to keep them as one word or so, like yeah. keep is whatever it's more like disciplines. Right. So those are, you know, for me, you know, for example, one of them is, of course, the exercise keeping fit. Another one is like reading one to two books a month. Um, you had to outdo me on that one, too.
0: What, you don't have that many? Well, so last year I, I posted on LinkedIn. I had a goal to increase my reading because yeah. I recognized I was getting like lethargic. I wasn't reading because yeah, yeah. I'm sitting in front of a screen all day. Well, and so I had a goal with some of the people I used to work with and, and I said, oh, I'm going to read 12 books this year. 12. Because I can get that done. One a month. One a month. Yeah. Like I, who can't make that time? Oh yeah, you can do it. And I, I, I met the goal actually okay. by the end of November nice, and nice. put that out there and yeah. shared with people the things that I was reading. All right, all right. Um, I don't think anything happened, but I met my goal. That's good. Um, and, and really, the big goal is, you know, um, the there's, a, you know, the 100 books every person should read. Oh, yeah. And that's originally what came to mind. Oh. And I said, well, I'm just setting myself up for failure. I'm not going to go from zero to 100 bucks in a year. So it had to be... It, so the baby step was could I get 12 bucks this year? Yeah. yeah. And, and, and now I'll, I'll talk a little bit later about, you know, how I want to increase that, but it was really fun. Cause I, I had people um, when I was sharing it with other people, we'll talk about the the power of making your, your goals public. Mm-hmm. What that would, what that will do to yeah. you know, encourage you. Um, when I told people that I wanted to read the 12 bucks in 12 months, and I said, actually, I actually only have seven or eight on the list that I've been meaning to read both classics and business leadership and others. Um I actually had people that would send me books and they're like hey you should really check this one out. Oh man. Things I'd never even heard of and I said you know what? I will put that on this list. Wow. And That's I ended nice. up getting to read some really, you know, amazing literature. Um and and eventually my goal one day would be to to read the 100 books every person should read. Hopefully I've read a bunch of them already. Oh man.
1: Um, yeah, we'll see. Probably not. I mean over I mean over Christmas alone I was gifted 6 books. It won on wine, you can imagine. <laughs> but five novels. Was it fluid? <laughs> it was fluid.
0: <laughs> I'm already a quarter of the way through it actually. That? It's excellent. It was that because you, you have a bottle each time you get through the particular <laughs> I got a sip of, I got a sip of Bordeaux. <laughs> That's right. while I'm Yeah,
1: the chapter yeah first chapter, it. champagne, cold, like, New Year's right. Day. Let's Crack it open. Yeah. <laughs> no, you know, there's 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 a lot of great books online. Yeah. I've got you know half a dozen you can imagine good mm-hmm. ones and and so people know that about me and, uh, you know, Christmas being what it is. Absolutely. Uh, but no, I got a lot of novels, you know, as an, as an author of novels, I, uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm always on the lookout for what are some fresh new ways people are, are writing and, and I don't want to see, you know, their storytelling. I'm getting, getting lost in the story. So, mm-hmm. so, but boy, people keep me a lot of novels this year. So now You're on so on I, the hook. I got, well, I got, I got a, I got a, I got a big stack now and, and, Besides that stack, I had another five or six yeah. that I wanted to read. So
0: re- well, I think everyone's got that. If you were to ask them, there, oh, I've always been meaning to. Yeah. And then there's a list of a certain number of things, whether they want to read books or get in shape or, or do anything. Yeah. And yeah. And I think that's why the goal setting is, is so important. And so,
1: um, yeah, yeah. If, if, like- kind of going back to it. So to me, that's a discipline. Like I, I, I see that not as a, so, you know, like going back to, you know, the first thing is learn, right? Like, what are these things? What are the five things you want to learn? And I yep. think I think that's in some ways the most important because yes. it, it it level sets you in your personal in your personal sense on what uh, what are your 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 areas of growth as as a person. You know what well, I you know you're not in I'm not in school anymore. You know my kids like I talk about well I'm going to learn I'm going to learn French this year and they're like whatever dad because they're both in like language classes they they just get it for free you know like the school system covers it. It's like, but it's not. Like, for me, it's a discipline because I have to. You have to find the time. I, and, and, and I paid for the thing and, and it yeah. pops up on my uh, iPad yep. every day and says, A, F, E. Does it say it in French? It does. It's yep. like, no, it doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> the reminder, yeah. the reminder is not in French. Yeah. I'm learning French, though. Like, it's, it's my 50th birthday this year. I'm going to Bordeaux. That's one of my dues. Yeah, I'm gonna get to Bordeaux, and 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 will be off Go honest. to some true vineyards, you know, some of the. And I'm just curious because geography is not my strong point. It's
0: France, <laughs> no, thank you, thank you, Alfrum.
1: <laughs> I assume. Hence, hence, I'm learning
0: French. I, I assume that you are like, <laughs> somewhere where they would speak French. <laughs> so you go into Paris, and how far away is that?
1: Oh, it's not close to Paris. Oh, it's you can so fly much. somewhere else. You can fly to anywhere. I mean, it's it's. In, I mean, you can go to London. You could go to paris okay fly to madrid but people know how to get there you can you can take a quick flight to yeah. to, to
0: okay so it's a major, is... major city oh yeah it's big. i'm thinking like napa like you don't fly into napa unless you're above, so bordeaux our, is,
1: bordeaux above is, our pay grade bordeaux is big and it's um and it is it is expensive but yeah. there's it's said it's okay so here here's your line line lesson 101 oh boy so yeah. <laughs> So Bordeaux's got like three regions to it, and okay. it's it's the oldest wine, like, what well, maybe not the oldest, but it's the the most like to me it's the capital of wine in the world. Like, like you know, Italy might 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 be mad at me now that I'm saying this, but like, yeah. But even during the Roman Empire, when Italy was like no one else can produce wine, it was like except Bordeaux, because their wines were so expensive. really yeah so it's yeah. Bad. yeah 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 okay. so because it's just it was just that good okay you know, it was just perfect perfect wine and and continues to be to this day yeah. can i ask
0: a dumb question please okay <laughs> dumb question number one from a non-wine drinker yeah do they still have vineyards and strains of grapes that are going back significant amounts of time that or dis- sorta like how long like sort of you're not gonna have like a, a a line of grapes that goes back a thousand years like
1: yeah yeah of course it does but but it doesn't so here's here's a funny tidbit okay. that you probably didn't know is well, most, clearly i don't know a lot about what most european yeah so pretty much most european grape vines okay got this super terrible like virus that was killing them all off it, was this around the black plague time oh no this was in the uh, oh shoot man you're gonna this is going to be on. You brought this up. I okay. Let's just say it was over hundred years ago. Okay, and so fairly recent. Yeah, yeah. And the American vines at that point, yep, were established. Were, it, it, were resistant to this. Ooh. and so every European grapevine, in the end, you pulled American grapevines back into Europe and grafted, regrafted all their old ones onto these American. Wait, hold on a second. Yeah, <laughs> is
0: that true? Yes. And, and that's why you believe, alongside me, that America is the best place to ever exist. <laughs> oh, no. I, mean, I, I, I
1: completely, to you I right completely
0: baited you into that.
1: <laughs> no. So they grafted right. American. Our I'm kidding, everyone. Our, our uh, listeners may not know that I'm a dual citizen. I'm, <laughs> so I'm also fully Canadian. You've made that known. Since. No, I haven't done this podcast.
0: Know, we did. Episode number one. Yes. <laughs> you did. Oh, okay. So, we'll... Okay, I mean that's a really interesting thing, right? Because you know, obviously, we're we're both aware of like the metaphor of vines being grafted back into the original plant. Yeah. So they took American vines and uh-huh. replenished the European system that yeah. had and, yeah. had difficulty. Yeah.
1: Okay. Long story short, right? We're we're
0: uh, <laughs> we're kind of down a rabbit hole off of. Yeah, we're gonna have to bring this one back to <laughs> to goal setting.
1: That's a really great story if it's true. No, it's hundred percent true. So. um Anyway, the long story short is Bordeaux to me is uh, famous. So the other, I, I also do want to go to Italy. I might, I might do that as a part of this trip. But I'm mostly going to be right there. I, I'm literally like a, a quick flight, an hour flight. Yeah. So I, I, I probably will. I have, a, I have friends who, who live there, so I'll I'll probably go there for a bit. But anyway, the long story short is that's one of my to dos. That's one okay. of my okay. One of my to dos is one of my learns. Yep. You know, uh, is is learning French. One of my doing? Is to get a trip two France, and then and, you know and, and and within it though like you know I've got all these these different goals and, 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 and such. so I've got yeah I've got 20 of them uh, the list is in front of my eyes right now I'm looking at it like yeah. did you do this last year I've this doing same this. program this FE program yeah i five five program uh, last year I did the year before though I think I just had two the two kings right. two years ago it was just learn and do all right. And it was actually we. Let's talk about twenty three. What happened? What happened last year? So I'm looking over it, and I I use emojis. You know, if you if you and if you knew me, you'd know I put emojis on everything. You do. So um, the uh the ones I didn't do, I put the red emoji X, and the ones I did accomplish, I put the green check mark. How did we end up? Um, well, there's there's one, two, three, five green check marks. And there's four X's, and all the rest were kind of like partial, partial success. So, I mean, you know, not bad. If we were doing OKRs, you you had some
0: you had some point sevens, and you had a lot of I had zeros point, and some point threes.
1: I had a few, and, and 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 I think what happens, and you know, and this is why we do this, right? Right. So I come into the new year and say, all right, a couple of these things that I was going to learn, yeah. Like last year, I had this. One of my learns was I'm going to be comfortable sailing a craft solo. And you know what just happened is I just I, I didn't make the time and I didn't. And you also you, live in Montana. No, but we've got we've got the we've got the lake just up, <laughs> up,
0: up a lake, up lake. How oh, is yeah? Far. When when I say sail a craft, like
1: I'm talking like Pacific Ocean. Well, of course, of course, yeah. But that's the goal to do that. Yeah. But like I had this goal in my head. Okay, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna learn, I'm gonna get out there. You know, maybe you know four four times this summer, uh-huh. and get up to Canyon Ferry, uh-huh. and get a little sailboat, and that's like. Big leg. Get, get better at it, you know, and, yeah. and and have some fun. And what happened was I didn't do that. And I so I
0: I moved. That. That's typically how goals don't get met.
1: <laughs> yeah, good so, point. So then what I said was, you know, I need to let this one go. Yeah. And so that moved in my 2024 set. That moved to my let go list. I was sharing this with some friends and they were like, no, don't let that go. And I'm like, well, it's not your life. Uh, going to France or selling a boat? Yeah. I'm like, you know what? There's only so much time in a day. There is. You've got to choose. We've got to be so strategic. And I think uh, this whole story to me comes down to like, we need to be intentional right, and strategic about our lives, about our work. We need to constantly, you know, I think, you know, when I teach about time management, like I will do a workshop on time management and I teach, you know, that you need to be thoughtful every morning. Right. You need to wake up every morning and go, what's the best way I'm going to maximize my time today? Mm -hmm. What's the top priorities and how am I going to make the most of it? And I think this goal setting activity helps me to, to have that, uh, one, one great, great, and I don't remember where I read this. This is ages and ages ago, but there was this great, uh, thing I, I heard or read, which said, it's almost like we've got two personalities. We've got our Late in the afternoon, evening, I've had my happy hour drink. I'm relaxed kind of personality. Mm -hmm. And you've got, and and you're, and you're, you're at that point optimistic and you're, you're engaged and you're thoughtful. You've had a whole day. And then you've got your early morning, you wake up and you're tired and you might be achy and you might have whatever. Mm -hmm. And that personality. And so, you know, between those two, there's this battle that happens and you know, I might have this afternoon personality that's saying, yeah, I'm going to be disciplined and I'm going to exercise and I'm going to like n- mm-hmm. knock it out. I want to be so fit this year. And then you wake up and you're like, "Yeah, I don't need to do that. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because you're an early
0: morning person. I, I've definitely done that. I am an early morning person, but when I would, especially now that it's a little bit, uh, a little bit more chilly, dark in our area.
1: Freezing and dark. It is. I, I'll wake <laughs> up and be
0: like, Hey, I'll go down and get some work done. Yeah. But as far as, you know, going crazy on, you know, I have a workout room in my, in my basement. That's probably not happening. And I'll usually in the winter, it's like, yeah, we're probably doing that over lunch because yeah, it's like, you know, it's just a fact of life that that's really interesting. Um, Those are really awesome goals that you were setting. I mean, I had honestly like last year, I just had the one. I was like, I want to do more ongoing education, and be more um literate in the sense of like spending intentional time reading things Mm -hmm. because we do spend so much doing um things in front of screens and these like micro interactions that I i i really saw it was a problem and and so i was able to do that and i think you know this year looking to do that quite a bit more um obviously you know fitness is something that i participate in individually um, also, stalking you on Apple activity, <laughs> um, as well as you know, my kids and I are involved in doing jujitsu, and yeah, you know that's a ton of fun.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, especially if you need to be humbled, um, jujitsu is a, a great way to do that. Exactly. But let's talk a little bit about you know how that applies in the professional space, yeah. and you and I have been through a number of companies at this point, and. I think every company would say the same thing that you started with, which is, you know, if you're not being intentional in setting goals, then you're actually not doing anything to move forward. Right. And and companies will go about doing that in a different way. And I don't think we have to name names or, or anything, but, you know, I have actually found a couple professionally, I would say my goal planning looks very different than it does privately.
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: And And I'm just curious, like, I don't think we need to kind of bring up again why we would do goals. I think we all agree that goals are important or else we never hit the mark. Right. We don't know what we're aiming at. We're never going to hit it. So when it comes to, you know, your role as a professional, my role as a professional, um, I don't know. I guess best first question is tell me, tell me the best story about a place you were a part of that had the worst goals you'd ever seen. Without naming
1: names. Oh, gosh, what a funny question. I'm sure I'll, push, I'll put it back on you, too. I'm sure. Yeah, no, I'll, I already have it in my head. Oh, I'm ready oh, to go. I'm sure that's why yeah. you asked it. I mean.
0: It's called a softball question. <laughs> yeah. So we're just teaming you up.
1: I mean, you know, what, what, what sucks is when a ghoul is like imposed on you from above or from someone else, and it doesn't make any sense. And I would just say. that, Like one. Like I will just say that as a general thing, like, yeah. Hey, you're going to, well, all right. I mean, in, in, in the, in the career of UX, um, I mean, I don't know. I'll, I'll yep. trying to make something up. I don't know.
0: Well, I can go. Why so, are you? Over? Yeah. Why don't I go first? Since I asked the question. Yeah. So I think there was a, there was a period of time where I was a part of an organization and, and OKRs were starting to become, you know, the big thing. And, and so, you know, we, you know, obviously, Google said it, so it must be great, and we should all follow it. And I love OKRs, by the way. I, I don't have a problem with them. Yeah, yeah. The problem became when we had to do personal OKRs, mm-hmm. and the personal OKRs could not be a part of your daily responsibilities. Oh, right, right. So the problem, Effie, is that a company would say something like, here's an easy one. We need to make more money this year. Right. So- I'm sorry if that ruins anyone's expectations. That's what most companies are going to do. They want to earn more money. Yeah. So then you go downstream a couple levels, past the C-suite, past the VP level, into the individual teams, and then you tell an individual contributor, role-playing with Effie, hey, Effie, you're doing a really great job. I'm going to need a lot out of you this year, and I also need you to set a number of OKRs for yourself professionally, outside of the eight to five, that I'm asking you to do. Yeah. And really the result of that was I had some people that said things like, I want to learn French or I want to become a better cook, or I want to do things that help me, you know, personally and professionally. I'd like to learn how to build live data prototypes. And it's like, those are all really, really great things. I had some of my highest producing individual contributors. Yeah. Absolutely paralyzed.
1: Yeah. Yeah, because they're just... They're
0: frozen. Yeah. Absolutely frozen. What do you mean you want me to do? Like, I'm at work. Like, I'm here to contribute to the greater cause. And I, am I not doing that? No, no, no. Effie, you're absolutely... Again, we're role-playing. Effie, yeah. you're absolutely doing that. Yeah. <laughs> I need you to take some things out and above, you know, your area of responsibility that will help you become better overall.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: And then you get into the whole, like, 0. 0.3, 1.0 ratings where... You know, I, I would say the one thing I have a problem with the OKR system is that why would I ever set a goal for something I'm never supposed to meet? Like if I'm never supposed to get to the 1.0, why would I even list it?
1: Well, for personal goals, it's harder. It doesn't make as much sense. I think for it's like I'd like to win an Ironman triathlon, it, but it's probably not happening this year. So the, the OKR is just for those who, who aren't familiar with it. So I, I I think it makes a ton of sense for product goals because right. you're saying. This is what success looks like number wise. Like, let's say we have X many more users who are, are now using this new system. And so that's the 1.0. Right. And then the 7.7 is like, okay, well, the point seven is we have, you know, half as many and it's somewhat successful. Well, and You better hit the point seven. And, and the point three is, well, we just got the feature up. That's right. Because right. something else maybe happened. Right. We had so, to like, divert. So 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 like that's the whole idea is that you it's like and it is kinda of like thirty percent, seventy percent, hundred percent. But the hundred percent is supposed to be lofty and, and I you know, know but me. if you're doing that all the time, like But if it's personal goal, this is, what, this is my whole point being yeah. is the personal goals I mean, I went to a workshop uh, one of the originators of the what okay. Was it one of your goals? No. <laughs> no. Uh but I went to a workshop on on Cares by yep. one of the one of the guys who helped Found it with yeah. Google, I don't remember his name. And I got inspired, and he was talking about you can do this for personal too. And yeah. he was showing me, and I started trying to do it, and I was like, I think he's wrong. You know, I don't I don't think personal goals work this way, you know. Like I I don't think they can bring I agree.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. Because I again my one point would have been I want to read those hundred books. Really? Well, you and I both know that's not happening. No, To do the yeah. math. Yeah, right. Well, if you just said nothing else to do, you
1: can
0: do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's true. Um, if I had a strong reading habit already, if I mm-hmm. you know already knew the hundred books, I mean, all of the you know those things would have been possible. Yeah. Instead, I actually put a goal that for me was a little bit of a stretch because I went from zero to twelve. I mean, obviously, I I didn't read zero books in 22. I I read some, but it was mostly just about consuming online content, either, yeah. um, you know, blogs and articles or LinkedIn. But, or, you know, and you read a few yeah, books. Of course. So then it was like, no, I want to be intentional. Like, I want to get from page one to end on these 12 books. Yeah. And then I want to actually capture the five main points out of each book. Yeah. So, you know, for me, I feel like, I don't feel like that was a point one i or one point zero I think that was a point seven and so you know what I saw um in this example of you know poor workplace you know goals was high producers all of a sudden weren't high producers they were yeah. freaked out yeah, because freaked out they're like, well, I have to keep doing like all this work that I'm doing and doing you know a great job at, and you want me to now do these other things yeah. And and so I remember specifically one of one of those uh, uh team members, um, I noticed this in like the first two months it was like February of the year. And I, I pulled the person aside and I said, Hey, you are an amazing contribution to this team. You're doing an exceptional job, you're meeting all expectations and I just noticed you're really down. Um, like what hey, what's going on? It was in a weekly one on one and and the person had said to me, and I'm being very careful to not reveal anything that they haven't allowed me to, they just said, uh, I'm overwhelmed with all these other things that you now put on me because I do so much to contribute and produce. Mm -hmm. And you've now added this extra baggage. And I said, Ooh, that's a, you know, honestly, that's a failure on my part. Yeah. So I screwed up. Let's do a timeout and i actually released that person from the okr process and said yeah you will not have to do this (laughs) because you're already producing at such a a significant level that i've got your back and like don't even worry about this yeah yeah uh and i'm gonna stop there because then i want to start talking about what i ended up doing instead and what
1: the solution was exactly but i I think that's where we need to go is what is the solution i think that's where we should go with this episode i uh so so yeah. If you go there, let's do it. You you go first, and then I'll. I'll so talk I, about. I you
0: know and I, and I did rip this off from a, a prior head of UX um, that I, I ended up you know I had worked for it at one point and I applied it and I and I found it to be really successful, and I've taken it to two different organizations at this point, and it really is uh, is an acronym based on goals. Um, yeah. It riffs off of OKRs and uh,
1: the SMART uh, language. Yeah. Smart. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure everyone knows what a smart goal is, but why don't you tell us? Well, specific, measurable, attainable. Uh, let's see, realistic and time-based. Yep. It so. just was too long for me,
0: so I said you shortened it. Yeah, yeah. So just but, make it measurable. <laughs> well, no, and I, and I think when this when this product leader came up with it uh, and and gave me the goal metaphor, I was like, number one, it was funny because I think anytime you get an acronym and you're just like. <laughs> It's great. Like, okay, great. We'll do it. And it's not OKRs, like, because that doesn't actually spell anything. No, it doesn't. Yeah. Right. So the goal, the goal measurement is what is your goal? In one sentence, a tweet, what is the goal? Yeah. Just tell me in stupid, simple terms. I'm going to listen to 30 records. I'm going to listen to 30 records. Okay, great. So then you start thinking about okay, well, what are the objectives of that particular goal? Mm-hmm. Don't say anything because we're not there yet. Okay. Then you're going to talk about the actions to meet that goal. Mm-hmm. And then you're going to talk about the lessons learned, which is where you get the OLS. You get the, the end part of goals. <laughs> now, when I was working with people on my team, I would have them start with, hey, beginning of the year, let's talk about what you want to do. Let's talk about where you want to go. It might be career advancement. It might be moving to a new team. It might be completing a project. It might be learning French so you can go to Bordeaux. Okay. That's a very easy goal. Everyone can sit down and just write a simple goal. Yeah. Okay. The old part, we're going to skip for a second. The actions are the things I'm going to do to meet that goal. Right. And then the lessons learned, we're going to skip too because we actually don't come back to that till we do kind of a retrospective at the end of the year. Right. So that part actually never gets filled out in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. So when I write a goal and it says something like, I want to learn 30, I want to list you said the right. Listen to thirty records. I don't no, know. I to the, no, that's good.
1: I, I saw was, your I saw your thing on the wall. Uh, of, uh, yeah,
0: thirty, no, no, no. your thirty favorite records. Well, it's actually twenty, so you're not going to count. But well, that's fine.
1: Know, um, I was I was lofty. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, I'm ambitious. So maybe I want to add an additional, you know, ten <laughs> to my <laughs> my tar- But so if you have this idea of like I want to I want to listen to thirty new records this year, then the objective or the outcome of it, the O, is. What would life look like mm-hmm. if I met that goal? Right. Well, I I would discover new music that I'd never heard before. Yeah. Um I might become more proficient in, you know, my awareness of genres and how overlap and infusion works and other yeah. kind of music things that are going on. Yeah, yeah. And and in you, you actually you actually predict and look forward and say, what would life be like if I met this goal? Right. And if you get to the end of it and you're like, well, listening to 30 records is actually stupid and then you probably shouldn't set the goal. Yeah. But the, uh, but the, the, oh, is meant for you to be able to, to actually speak into the future and say, if I did this, how would life change it? Yeah, what's the objective of it? Right. So for you in French, which is a lot more exciting and being able to go to Bordeaux, it's like, well, I don't look like a total American idiot when I show up to a foreign country and can't be polite to other people. Yeah. Like, I want to have a fun time and I want to be respectful because I think anytime you go to someone else's home, you should be respectful, right? And I want to talk to locals. And you want to talk to locals and you want to know things and you want to see what's going on. Yeah. So you would start to put that into your O's and saying, here's the outcome and the objective of what it is I'm doing. Yeah. Okay. Now from there, you go to the A and you say, this is the tactical part. So the O is the strategic. The O is what does life look like? If I hit this goal, how much better would it look? The A is, what is the tactical day in and day out functions that I'm going to do to meet that success? Yeah. And so for you, it's get off your ass and open up your language learning thing. It's
1: not a big deal. It's not good. Five minutes a day. I can sit on my ass and do yeah, it.
0: You could say, 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 I'm going to wake up every day and the first thing I'm going to do with my my first cup of coffee in the morning is, is sit down for 10 minutes and go through a lesson. Or I'm going to meet no. with a record company or an executive or go to a local record shop and get to my 30 record list.
1: Yeah, it, that, that was, that's still a stupid one. I mean,
0: yeah. <laughs> no, it, yeah, but it's totally fine because it's those, and I think this is what you were getting to in the very beginning. It's those micro interactions that you'll do day in and day out mm-hmm. that will help you be better because we all want a better future we are unwilling to take the actions necessary to meet that need. And by setting those A's, you can come in and say, oh, wow, you know, I said I want to be a better UX designer and understand my business better. Here's a common, I'm going to jump real quick and I'm going to bring it right back. The biggest misconception I hear from UX designers today who are looking for work and want a mentor, whether they're going on ADP list or whatever is they say, I want a seat at the table. And I go, great. When's the last time you sat at the table? Well, no one's invited me. I'm like, the room's full of empty chairs. What are you doing to get there? And they're like, they're just waiting for something magical to happen. And it's like, well, if you want to be a design executive, number one, careful what you wish for. (laughs) And there's a lot of stress. (laughs) I think you and I can both like relate. But number two... Am I, am I taking the work that I've done and sending it around to the rest of the organization and showing the things that I'm doing and figuring out the ways that I need to help them? So if I'm a UX designer who's aspiring to become better at my craft in a very noisy field, then one of my actions better be once a week I'm sending out some work I'm doing to other people in the organization. Once a week I'm asking other people in the organization how I can help them. Yep. Because fun fact... Helping people get you really far in life. Yeah. It's actually never burned me once. I, I can't remember a single time helping someone ever caused me a negative response. And those actions, if properly set up, once you understand what outcomes and the objectives of your goal that you want to meet are the ways that you are going to get farther ahead in your career. And, and and then lastly, I think at the end of the year, and you, you have a kind of similar format At the end of the year, the lessons learned is sitting down and saying, okay, did I have to move like a couple things? Did something happen? Did I have a major life event? Did I get married, have a baby, whatever? Um, Did I lose my job? Did, you know, priorities in the company change, et cetera. Um, Those lessons learned are just a way for you to retro the things that you did. And it's not that you failed. It's just, you didn't meet a particular goal. And that could be for a number of different reasons. Mm -hmm. So, and I'll pause there
1: yeah uh that's that's great man i i mean i and i appreciate your your approach actually it's a slightly different than what i do with with my folks um but i i love it like i love it love it you know what and and frankly whatever your structure is i feel like you know right now the company i'm with has a certain structure for goal setting and 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 you want to share it Oh, it doesn't really matter. It's, okay, you know, honestly, at the end of the day, there it's it is what it is. It's a, yeah. it's a new structure, and yeah. everybody, as of, as of, I don't know, a few months ago, everybody, all of all thousands of us are doing this, and the idea is that we're all, you know, they're trying to get a little bit more of a of a sense of everybody's actually doing something good, and so I appreciate the the idea. Yeah. but then you know, I had my team. Oh, actually, no. It was it was far more yep. than a few months ago. It was it was, um, gosh, it was it was god eight eight months ago. We started we set these goals. We put them into this system. Right? Okay, so we had to, yeah, and and one of the one of my guys he created he created two goals and 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 I said, look, two two to three goals. Like you don't really you don't really want more than two to three like professional goals for six months. Okay, so. So, so, you know, two to three and, and in that, in that kind of space you get, you get partway through and just like the person you talked about, uh, you know, one of, one of my, one of my folks, one of the goals they'd set was, you know, immediately derailed and not important. And it was like going to be a whole nother effort for them. That was not at all important compared to what they should have been doing. And I said, look, like, I as your manager, like, I I know the company now has this system in place. But, like, for me, as your manager, like, let's just go in there and change it. Like, let's change your goal, like, right now. Let's finish out the year strong mm-hmm. and have a better goal that makes more sense for what you're actually working on. And amazingly, the system allowed us to do that. And it wasn't kind of locked in stone. So we went into this. It, because
0: the, the the topic of the goal or?
1: Well, it was like the goal... It was kind of like the goal was misaligned. Well, yeah, it was misaligned. The goal was, they just, you know, this, this particular individual said, hey, I'm going to go, I don't know, let's say prune prune this tree over here, which seemed nice. But then what happened was some crisis. And it's like, you know what? What we really need you to do is like champion this crisis through to completion. And that's what they did. And that wasn't reflected in their goals. And I'm like, just change your goal, man. Yeah. Like pruning a tree doesn't, I don't care. I'm saying pruning a tree, but their goal—it's a good metaphor. But their goal was actually something good. It was about like learning new research techniques and stuff. I mean, it was it was good stuff. But I'm like, who cares? Like, what you did was you you took a crisis and you championed it through the finish line. Like, like that needs to be reflected in your goals. And like, especially if it's going to be in an official company system that is people are going to look at. I want people to know that you're being successful at your job, right? And so. You know, I think there's a little bit of a red tape when you get in a larger company and you got to figure out the goal thing. But like, you know, what I what I try to tell to my my folks that I oversee, it's like, look, these goals are for you and me, you know. We want you like at the end of the day, I only want you to be improving as a person, right. having a stronger impact right every year and not leveling out and not petering out. Right. You know, like like I think I've seen it. I've seen people who retired as uh you know, I in the tech industry, you know, it surprises me every time when you see somebody retire in the tech industry as a developer, for, exa- for example, and Great. it's like, huh, you're here you are like 68, whatever, 65, and you're retiring as a developer or a senior developer, and that's, that was it. That's all you wanted. And, and it kind of always strikes me like, well, that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. But like, yeah. you're also like, you could have, you could have pushed yourself. You know, you could have yeah. learned more. You could have learned new, new languages and you could have gotten into some AI or whatever. You could have done something more more cutting edge, but you just kind of chose to kind of cruise the last five, 10 years, whatever. And there are definitely people that will get to
0: that space with, you know, I, and I've heard from people and, and they'll tell me, they're like, well, hey, look, I'm being, you know, I've actually presented job opportunities to some, some folks that were really strong and they'll say, something like well you know hey i've only got eight years left not that they're gonna die no but but it, what they're saying that, like hey
1: i'm just i'm just cruising right now so i i feel like you know i mean and this to me comes down to the motivation i mean i right. think we haven't really talked about that yet i feel like the whole idea of goals is i and i i believe that anyone who works under under my org who i'm overseeing yep has no choice but to be motivated or they're, they're not going to make it because I don't like, I'm a motivated person and if, and and I'm going to help them be motivated. And if they're not and we're finding that it's not working out, then well, maybe it's not going to work out. I haven't had that happen yet, but like, because everybody's motivated and everyone I've worked with, you know, uh, you know, I, I'm like, look, if you, you know, my opinion is if you're not going to bring your best to something, then then why bring yourself at all? Like don't show up at all.
0: Yeah, yeah. And and again, I think, you know, a lot of a lot of variables. I don't think this is a, you know, darker light situation that you can easily just point out. I think it does come down to because I've had people on teams that I've ran who didn't have that kind of same ambition. Like ambition's kind of a fickle a fickle thing to to yield, right? Because some people have a lot of it and they overshoot and can create toxicity in the workplace. Yeah, you have yeah, to deal yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have other
1: people that don't have any or perceive to have any. We're well, yeah. just happy where they're at. They shouldn't be, but, but they should still be learning. Like, this is my point. Like, I don't care if they, if they keep their same title and position the right. rest of their career. Like if you're a senior designer, yeah. honestly, like for a lot of people, like, like, like industry standard, that actually should last you 20, 30 years. Like, right. Like for, for, for the majority, like the idea is that the majority of people, you know, if you think of the bell. There's curve, a reason that says senior. It's on senior. Yeah, yeah. So if you look at the bell curve, you know, the, the majority of people will be between, you know, UX designer and senior UX designer for their career. And that's, that's the majority. So like, there's nothing wrong with that, but I still want them to be pushing themselves. Right. As individuals, Being their best person. Yeah. 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 And, and, and that,
0: yeah. And I, I think that was a point I was trying to make is you can easily see that in your conversations as a manager with someone in a one-on-one, like you're not trying to be the best part of yourself. Right. So let's talk about that. Yeah. You know, is it, is it again, role-playing Effie? Cause you're not happy here. Are you not challenged? Are you, you know, having maybe some troubles outside of the office that we can talk to? Because, you know, a lot of us go through life events, especially coming out of the pandemic where, you know, different people were affected in different ways and now we're remote. Yeah, so yeah. can can do we have a relationship where we can talk open and honest about, you know, where you wanna go? And if the answer is Effie telling me, hey, um, I actually haven't even thought about it, it's like, well, let's start doing some goal setting. Yeah. Because if we're not doing anything, then we're actually doing nothing. Yeah. And and that's a and that is a problem. And You know there was uh this week on linkedin i saw you know someone that i I had hired as an intern um just you know six seven years later get promoted to senior designer nice yeah and watching Uh, their career going yeah going all the way through and it's like man that that person's a rock star and they should be so happy like they worked really really hard um And, and, you know, I think my comment was, you know, you're one, you're one step closer to CEO because (laughs) this person is clearly someone who is very good in the soft skills, obviously in the hard skills of the to you know, day-to-day design, obviously good at, you know, doing some of the work-life balance. And I was just like, wow, like you're, you're doing it. And to me, like being in this game for this long, it's so. Uh, rewarding to look at someone and be like, that's amazing. Like that is so good. Cause I remember when I made senior a long time ago, not just cause I'm senior now, but senior many, many years ago. And, and you know, that level of satisfaction and to see other people do it, it's like, that's fantastic. And so, you know, I guess my message is like, it's so important for UX leaders to keep people accountable, keep themselves accountable and really begin to help them, whether I don't care what the tool is, but keep them measured and really focused on what they want to do and how they want to close out 2024. This is a brand new start. There's actually no difference between January 1st and December 31st. I woke up and that was the first thing I thought. I was like, there's actually no difference between yesterday no, and today. Yeah, it's true. that's true. Other than our calendar flipped over. Yeah, yeah. But it's a time for me to reflect and say, what is most important to me? And and you brought up really great points on what should I keep and throw out and you know keep going after and say so, yeah, no, I think those are important yeah. things.
1: Yeah. No, it's such an important act, you know, and you know, I I really, really stress this with anyone that I that I manage and, mm-hmm. and my whole team to just really have this this attitude deep down of like like you know, this this motivation and, and this idea of That, that, that whatever, whatever you come across, you know, with your current skill set and where you are, you're, you're going to, you know, and I'll support whatever they are doing. You know, sometimes they need more than just their, their skills. Mm -hmm. Then I'll come in and be like, all right, let me help. You know, you need to open up some doors. Okay. That's where I'm good. I can, I can start inviting certain people, then talking to them and getting some doors open for you. And I just want them to be successful, but I want them to have this attitude of, of they're going to bring something to the table. Because I think, mm-hmm. and 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 this is just talking honestly about like the remote world, like you know, working remotely. It's easy. It's so easy to be demoralized. And I, and I say this like you know, in a maybe. I mean, I don't know. Maybe. Oh, no, keep going. It, it just feels like a place of vulnerability, almost, like where yeah. you're like. You know, when we're we're working remotely, you wake up, you're in your house. Yeah. You're working remotely. Like most of us working remotely aren't renting a space. So we wait. I tried that. It didn't work. I tried it (laughs) (laughs) too. It didn't work. You and me both. Yeah. And we, you know, so here you are, you're waking up, you're, you're, you're feeding your, your family, you're taking your shower and you're doing your day job, all moving to wherever it is. All in the same edifice. And so I think what happens is this this demoralization can happen. Mm. And we have to be really aware of it. We have to to recognize Mm. that you have to have some level of daily discipline of saying, I'm not going to, if I don't have a meeting on the calendar right now, I'm not going to just like, look at my, 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 my shopping, you know, I'm not going to just buy new, new shoes, you know, I'm going to, right. I'm going to actually like focus. Right. And do my job and and not just do my job, but I'm going to like bring my best. I'm going to like, just to have that daily reflection, that meditation, that moment. And, and so I don't think that happens naturally, honestly. Like, I don't think it's human nature to do that. I think, yeah, I think. I think it requires us to wake up and be reflective every morning. And for me, it's prayer and meditation and exercise. Mm-hmm. Those are the ways that I get centered. And I say, all right, here I am. Yep. Starting my day, yep. I'm going to be the best dad ever. I'm going to be the best husband ever. And I'm going to be the best like worker ever. Mm-hmm. And I'm also going to have a whole ton of fun and I'm going to bring my best. And yeah. so like I bring that to the day every day. Right. Well, not every day, but I try. Well, no, because you wake up the next morning
0: and say, "Okay, I didn't do
1: two of those three. Like I wasn't doing. I, I know I wasn't. You know, yeah, I failed. I, I was know. like, I don't know if I've ever been the best. Oh, you death. try though, like, right? You, but you, ha- if you don't have that, now I think, I think you know, you get lethargic. Well, I think what's hard with the remote work is, is we, we, we lose that sense of when you show up at an office and someone says, "Hey." You have to smile and say hi and and and, and be engaged, right? And it, as soon as you're engaged with a real human, you become engaged with your work. You kind of snap into the mode. You
0: snap, right? That's the energy about
1: visiting kind of the whole office, right? Right. Yeah, so, that's really good. So, so I think I think all of this comes down to discipline. I think all of the goal setting, all of the the rituals that you need in your life to make goals actually be successful, right? It requires you to, to bring something to the table that, that, I mean, for me, you know, as a spiritual guy, I, I involved a lot of meditation and prayer and stuff, Mm -hmm. but like, I think, you know, for anyone, you need to bring whatever your technique is for intentionality to say, I'm going to be intentionally present today. I'm going to actually try to bring to eke the best I can out of this.
0: Yeah. And I think, yeah. And if you're not, you know, inclined to a a particular religion or a set of meditative practices, you can just reflect. Yeah. What worked yesterday? What What went good? Yeah. What am I, what am I thankful for? Because we should be thankful. You know, um, I think it's a, it's a really good thing to do. And I think something else you brought up that's really important to touch on is, you know, discipline is not a feeling. Right. It, it It's a standard. Mm. And sometimes, you know, I was listening to, you know, not that Andrew Huberman uh, needs our shout out, but <laughs> I was listening to David Goggins on Andrew Huberman and it really caught me by surprise because it was a January 1st episode and I know David Goggins does not do a lot of podcasts. Mm. like I know this because I, I read his stuff and he just went to town and he just was like, embrace the suck. And a lot of people don't want to hear that. But discipline is not a feeling. Happiness is not a feeling. Happiness is a particular emotional point you feel at some time in the day based on your current circumstance. Mm -hmm. You know, and really, I would say, like, people should want to feel joy and um, a set of, you know, satisfaction for the work that they do. Like, Mm -hmm. that's what we want everyone to feel because we know those folks are going to be much more uh, happy about what they're doing. It doesn't mean you need to go David Goggins and like run 350 miles in a single outing. But, (laughs) um, but yeah, this discipline is not, it is not something we're just chasing. It's something that you actually have to do. And, and out of that, you know, when I talk about, you know, the discipline equals freedom mindset, doing that over and over again, the rinse and repeat Mm -hmm. the three weeks and then moving on beyond that, that's what builds the habits that will make you much more successful. Versus the person who's very ambivalent and says, "Well, I'm just going to kind of like float through and see how it goes." Yeah. I mean, good luck. I, you know, I, I don't know. I, I'd love to hear a case study about. It doesn't work out. It doesn't. I don't it, think it I, does. I mean, you know, I, it, and I've got. I don't think people. Elon Musk or Mark Cuban or anyone else <laughs> exactly has just been like, "Hey, let's <laughs> just you know, let how about I just wing it." Yeah. You know, let's just wing it here. Hold my beer. Watch <laughs> this. Hold my beer. <laughs> so. <laughs> You know, yeah. It's like I think, and I think a lot of people just need to hear that is like discipline is not something that people just pick up and all of a sudden it just clicks.
1: No, and and honestly, like I think, you know, I'm thinking through too. No, I know I'm a yeah. I'm a very. I've had a, I had a friend recently tell me actually last year, yeah. last week. Sorry. <laughs> well, which was last year. <laughs> he told me, you know you. You you're think just, too much. No, he's just like, you're really good at, you he, he says, you know, you're, you gotta know you're unique. You say you're gonna learn French, and you just do it. And I'm like, well, yeah, why wouldn't I? And he's it's also, like, yeah. What am I gonna do? And he's like, yeah, but like, I, I'm not like that. And I'm like, well, what are you like? And so he, you know, and he explained to me, and so I recognize, you know, his way of, of trying to do things and learn things and become, he, you know, he wasn't, he didn't have the same regimen of discipline as me. And I think, you know, I just want to recognize, like, It might be harder for some people than others, depending on your personality and your way of working. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to just gloss over that. But I also want to say like, you know, on air publicly, you know, I think, you know, I'm, I am who I am because I've, I've recognized that if I can, if I can have the two, the two personalities that I talked about, right? Like. The one in my late afternoon where, or early or, or evening for me, where that's where I'm like the most coherent and able to say, cognitively, this is what I want for my life. Mm-hmm. If I can have that personality be the one that dictates my life, and not not the lazy early morning one. My lazy early morning personality is the one who wakes up and goes, I don't feel like exercising. I'm not going to learn French. I'm just going to sleep in. I'm just going to, I'm just going to sleep in and eat waffles. You know, like that personality is fine, but like, that's not the one I'm, I, I've chosen because of my late afternoon, coherent cognitive personality, that brain is saying, that's not what I want for my life. What I want is I'm going to relax. I'm going to sleep in and have waffles, but I'm also going to be like this disciplined guy. And I'm going to be the guy and I'm going to set certain realistic. I'm not going to go too crazy. So I do five, you know, the sets of five. Right. Like I'm not doing, I'm like, I'm not, like I'm living in my mind. I feel like a really fun life, you know? But yeah, I wake up and in the early morning, you know, at 50, almost 50, I'll be be 50 this year anyway. I wake up and my back is sore and I'm aching. Everything's tired. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I feel awful and it's it's montana winter <laughs> it's dark and it's like all right but this my my morning brain is not the one who's going to make this decision right now my morning brain is the one who's saying well my afternoon brain is the one that decided that i'm just going to do this yeah i'm gonna do it yeah. and i'm not gonna like be the i'm not in the early morning being that person who's saying i'm gonna disagree with my afternoon brain i'm just gonna do it and then by the afternoon i can reflect and by the afternoon it's like yeah i'm super glad i did that i went for a run and jason's texting me going <laughs> what the heck sending, sending you emojis yeah. why are you doing this you're putting me to shame yeah. <laughs> well, how are you running the roads are iced over
0: i don't know what you're doing <laughs> um, yeah no yeah same thing i think uh you know part of me is like just just get I think the lesson is just get going. Yeah. You don't have to do everything. No. Just do something. Do something. Yeah. Do something. Get out you know, the other day I, I, I said, Okay, I I do need to improve some cardio. So okay, great. I'm just gonna run a half mile. It there's nothing impressive about it. No. I mean I can certainly lift a lot more than I can, you know, run in terms of distance. I'm sure you can lift more than me. Well, okay, but that's not what we're doing. I like, I need to improve my cardio. And so I got on and I did a half mile. And then later in the day I got on, did another half mile and then another half. And then now all of a sudden, you know, I'm not even thinking about the one mile. And so that, that ability to say like, Hey, I think there's a, there's a FOMO kind of comparison mindset that we have where it's like, well, I don't know Figma. Okay, well, cool. I don't need to go build a design system tomorrow. Maybe I just do like a couple quick things, um, a couple simple tutorials. Maybe I just do one thing instead of just getting deflated and saying I'm going to do nothing. Yeah, and I think that's the mindset that yeah you got to uh, start somewhere. Yeah, so um, you know I think I think those that set of goals is helpful. You could obviously you know Google any kind of different. Um, that. Right now, I've been actually looking into using notion for some journaling, uh, principles, yeah. um, et cetera. But you know, I have a set of daily habit trackers. The last thing I would say is I'm, I'm a big fan. Um, when I, when I graduated, uh, uh a friend of my mom's who worked in tech, bought me, a um, uh, a conference ticket to the Franklin Covey seminar. And this is, this is very like early. I don't even want to, was he still know. alive? I think I, I think I actually met. Oh, 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 not Ben. Okay. From, like, But no, cool. Stephen Cumming.
1: Yeah, Stephen Cumming. Stephen
0: Cumming was there. He was still, still doing the action time ago. (laughs) Thank you, (laughs) Apple. My goal is to let every top. No, I love Stephen (laughs) Cumming.
1: His book transformed my my
0: perspective. So that's what they gave me as a graduation present. Here's a here's a ticket to the two day conference. Yeah, and 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 so for me, like my day in and day out is it's the ABC. What has to be done today, this mm-hmm. week, yeah, on my radar. yeah, And those things are constantly shuffling. Mm-hmm. Now, I have different digital tools that I'm using to prioritize what that actually looks like. But those things are getting put onto my calendar intentionally so that when I do have that little bit of free time mm-hmm. in my remote schedule, yeah. I can say, oh, should I like go upstairs and eat some Cheetos? No, I should actually, oh, shoot, that's a gym block. Like I,
1: I, should probably go. Like, wait, wait. What? What have you got against Cheetos, man? Uh, read the ingredients. Okay, they're, well, not yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're not good. Yeah, they're actually they're deep deep fried, aren't they?
0: They're like they're not healthy, are they? I don't. I don't think there's anything redeeming about Cheetos. To be honest, they are tasty. I don't buy them. Yeah, but every time I've had them, I'm like, oh, these are good. <laughs> every once in a while, they're very tasty. Yeah. 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 So, you know, for me, I would say that's another, that's another, um, matrix of organization that you can use to to plan your day out, you know, for me. And it's like, yeah, if I get all my A's off my list, then today's a win. And I think the other thing is just having a time of self-reflection at the end of the day, those quote unquote lessons learned yeah. do that daily, like yeah, uh, be honest with ourselves and open up those cabinets and clean out the cobwebs. And be like, okay, where did I screw up today? Yeah. Oh, you know what? I decided to go have lunch with Effie and hit the golf ball after, and we didn't. We didn't get a
1: lot done. That's not a true story. I no. I Effie doesn't golf. I don't golf. Yeah. I haven't. I fall I, I, I frisbee golf. I. I <laughs> Jason and I have not golfed together. Although he likes golf. You like golf.
0: I do. I, yeah. I can waste a lot of time on the golf yeah. course oh, yeah. chasing around. I, I'm like the number one anybody who wants to sponsor this podcast with golf balls, like <laughs> we will we will gladly accept that donation because um I I tend to lose lots of them. But you can, like so easy, time can get away. And at the end and I and I begin asking myself whether you like or dislike Elon Musk or Bill Gates or whomever, all of those impressive leaders, him and her both have the same amount of hours that we all have. That's right. It's just that one of us is being a lot more intentional about what they're doing. Yeah. And I think that's the takeaway when it comes to setting goals.
1: Well, you know that you're absolutely right. And I'm with you on this. And I think, you know, the intentionality is, is a part of it and the reflection, you know, and I, and as you were sharing the reflection, I thought to myself, you know, I had a goal, at, and this was, gosh, I don't know, eight, nine, ten. Back in like 84? Years ago. <laughs> you know, at a certain
0: age, like <laughs> I said- I, I hope whoever age- comes out with a really good album next year. <laughs> <and then laughs> I've
1: aged myself by saying I'm turning 50 this year. <laughs> you did. I, I you told everyone. I, the whole world knows now. Yeah. But I- um, However many years ago, I Sample. was I was reading this great uh, idea of the Benedictine monks and how they would do this self reflection. Yep. at the end of every day, and yep. that was their. Yep, they called it the examine. The e, but it's not examine like uh, like the way we would spell it. It's examine like with an e x a m e n. It's this spiritual monk tradition. Anyway, it's it's basically what you said. It's like you look at yeah, you look at your. Your day, and you're like, what, what was good and what wasn't, and yeah, what did I do? What, well, you know, for in a spiritual sense, though, it was like what gave life and what didn't, what sucked life. So, it's a little different than goal setting, anyway. But I, I tried it for a while and I loved it, but it just was, you know, it was one of those things that just was it was a lot of time. It took a lot of time out of my 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 night, and you know, in the evenings, like. As you know, I like a, a glass of wine and I start relaxing and I'm like, okay, I'm not, I'm not going to like, is this the yeah. right time to do an exam? And I'm maybe not. 4 a.m. So, I'm ready to go. You know. <laughs> 6 p.m. and No, we're, we're wide down. So anyway, but it's, it's, it's good though. The reflective part is good. And I think, you know, just to call out like that is helpful. And I think what they, what they, they talked about what the Benedictines talked about was the journaling. and yep. And reflecting and um Absolutely. I think I think if you you know, even if you use digital tools now, like if you're gonna be on OneNote or or Yeah, Notion's or, got I'm I'm Notion. looking at Notion Notion's, in terms of journaling. Yeah, and, Notion's incredible. It's it's it, the the UX I don't love, but the the capability, incredible. It truly is. They're probably not gonna sponsor a podcast anymore. No. Now that I've like yeah, like to just bashed. They really they really We'll get there. All right, we'll do a Notion. Notion. We're going to do a Notion. Yeah, I'm
0: actually... So Notion has come up as something I would like to try and adopt for journaling just because I'm in front of devices. It is much easier.
1: Notion is fantastic. It's truly great. But it... it, 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 All right. We're going to stop there. We're stopping. Yeah, we will. So so I will say, Jason, I appreciate your comment on the idea of reflection. I think we need to all... Embrace it.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. If we don't know where we came from, we're not going to know how to get better. So hopefully you thought these tips were important. And, you know, again, regardless of what it looks like in your life, as you go forward into 2024, you're, you're designing your own experience. You're designing your own career. You're designing things for the company you work for, or you're designing a consultancy or you're designing the particular goals that you want to reach in your life. And so, um, you know, honestly, Effie and I just thank you for for joining us on this uh, particular podcast of you experts and just reminding everyone, thank you for all the AMA questions. We've got a lot of positive feedback on those and you can support the podcast by subscribing and any future questions you might have, including what particular wine Effie likes best on his 50th (laughs) birthday in Bordeaux, you can send those questions to questions at you info. And just a reminder, as we go into 2024, it's going to be an amazing time for everyone. And as you think about how to design your future, please make it a better experience for all. All right. Ciao.